Welcome to the Sister Wives Podcast, Love Should Be Multiplied, Not Divided, where one husband and only one wife recap the sinking ship that is Sister Wives. I believe in living this lifestyle. It just makes each of us better. I think we have something really awesome. I wouldn't want anything else. I like Sister Wives. I wanted the family. I didn't just want the man. Seems like destiny. Like we should have all been together from day one. Love should be multiplied, not divided. Here we go. Season 16, Episode 1, Know Me in Polygamy. And honestly, wow. What an episode. (laughs) It was a doozy. But it it was a doozy, but (laughs) also nothing. They've given us nothing. If we have 10 episodes coming and this is one full episode, do we have anything? Probably not. Nope, they're stretching it out. We are literally picking up right where season 15 ended. Exactly in the same spot, in the chairs, talking about Christine wanting to move to Utah. (laughs) And And the entire episode happens at Coyote Pass. Talking about the stupid plots, who's going to get what, that we've had. They've had the land for two years, more than two years, and they still have not decided who's going to be where. You know what I did appreciate, though, is that as we started off season 16, we got to go back in time to Mary trying to be a therapist to Christine. Mm -hmm. And I, you know. The dramatics are just... I I loved Mary taking Christine over and just saying, just look at the mountain. Like that was going to solve all her problems. <laughs> just look at it. Mary doing that is like sometimes how I feel when I'm overly emotional and someone's trying to comfort me and they have no idea what they're doing. <laughs> like it felt like Mary was a blind person trying to help someone cross the street. It was bad. And then Robin's like, did you hear the angels sing again? No. Nope. No, she didn't say that. She said, not today. (laughs) Not today. Nope, because they sing in Utah, not here. Oh, my God. This family just, they're, they've been stuck in the same situation for so long. And it's dragged out. And Well, we just keep pretending we're going to move to the land. And we all know. We're not moving to the land. Something that I did find so interesting, though, at the beginning of this episode is that in Cody's little confessional, he says, he's like, I told Mary, I don't see a future with us. Like, I told her we're never getting back together. And that isn't entirely true because on that date with Mary, what he said is, you know, I I keep... I keep trying to think of us in the future and I'm just, it's, I'm having a hard time picturing it. <laughs> I think Mary knows. No, I, I think he's stringing her along. Like he's, he's not ballsy enough to say this, but then in his confessional, he'll come on and say like, oh yeah, we're done. And do they not realize that they can watch the confessionals later? I feel like they say a lot of stuff that they think no one's going to hear. Oh yeah. <laughs> so after we leave the, the round table chair situation at Coyote Pass. We we follow Cody to Janelle Brown's house. Yes. And Cody was... says he's going to go talk to each person individually mm-hmm. to get their take on moving to Utah. Because he just, 
And, and what I love too about him saying that is like, he's like, I, I love the idea of living in Utah. He's I like, think that's amazing. <laughs> Don't. He's like, ah, that's where I want to live, but I'm not going to make everybody live there because that's just where I want to live. We have oh, to all no. agree. It's like, you've never said you wanted to live in Utah. You wanted to move to Flagstaff. That's why we had to move to Flagstaff. Like, yeah. So he goes to Janelle Brown's house and he has not been there in a very long time. I don't know if she got the new house, remember? I don't know if he's ever been there. He's like, look at these power lines. I'm like, wait, have you never been in the backyard before? <laughs> and he's like, the rhubarb are doing just amazing. <laughs> She's like, that's not rhubarb. <laughs> <laughs> I think he wanted the audience to think, oh, I planted these with her. And it's like, sir, you you don't have a hand yeah, in this at no. all. Janelle's a one-woman show. Absolutely. She is my one-woman mm-hmm. show. Um, and basically what we find out from this conversation is that Janelle says, and I love this about her, she is an independent woman. She says that I don't care if the family wants to move to Utah. I'm staying in Flagstaff. She said, give me the land and I'll stay here. (laughs) She's like, I don't care. I don't care if I don't see Cody anymore. See, that's how she is. She just doesn't, she doesn't care. She's like, I'm staying as part of the family, but I don't care if I don't see you guys for years. It's fine. I just think that's such a power move on her. She's like, fuck you. She is power move woman. (laughs) She is the definition of a power move for sure. And Cody just thinks, he always does this. He does the whole, like, I'm going to get everybody's opinion, and we're going to let everybody have a turn to say what they want to do, which he probably learned from a therapist or something. But he knows what the final answer is. Cody makes the final answer. That's what it always is. <sighs> no. In, in honor of not being too biased, because we know Janelle Brown is my favorite Brown family member, I did find it interesting that Janelle says that there's nothing for her in Utah because I'm just curious what's what's in Flagstaff. <laughs> she just likes it better. <laughs> like I don't feel like these women really have much going on anywhere they live. No, and shouldn't it be about where the family is that's what's for you? <laughs> but they don't care about that. <laughs> no, but I just like what what exactly have we seen Janelle Brown doing? And it's like, oh my Gardening. God. She can garden anywhere. I just think we've not seen you. We never see them with friends. We never see them with in involved in any sort of clubs or I don't know, anything. No. A girl's night. We, we've never seen any. So I don't know what exactly her tie to Flagstaff is. Other than maybe she's just like, listen, I don't want to fucking move again. Yeah. I just want to get on my Coyote Pass property. I don't blame her. They've moved so many times and we've seen the chaotic moving and I don't want to be part of that. I did love though, when Cody's talking about Christine and how she's, she's kind of like digging her feet into the sand or whatever. And, and she's, she's saying that she wants to leave Cody because whatever and he's like i've had wives threaten me with leaving me (laughs) hundreds of times before and when he said that she's bluffing i thought thank god for these producers and the editors because they are foreshadowing this feels like shakespearean written novels they knew what they were doing. They oh, were like, yeah. oh, yeah, let's put in there that he thinks this is fake because we know now she leaves. When they were going through their hours of footage, <laughs> nothing, they had that clip and they were like, we, episode one, we are going to put in there that Cody thinks Christine is bluffing. Yeah. I also love that he's like, this has happened a lot. Wife's always threatened to leave me. <laughs> Maybe you should 
take that as a sign. Yeah, maybe you should change your behavior just a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, and then and then he goes on to say, I'm not moving the family because of where I want to move. How did we end up in Flagstaff? Because I said, it's always what Cody wants, what Cody wants all the time. And, and, and you know, we're focused on season 16 because that's the season we're talking about, but we've got a lot of backstory here and, and things that we feel as viewers. And what drives me nuts about Cody saying that is the move to Flagstaff really came out of nowhere. And he, like, had to convince them so many times. And it had to be so quick. They they left those homes in Vegas. Like they left the house that in took Lehigh. like two years to sell. <laughs> Why didn't we stay in the homes? Wait for them to sell. Once they sold, then let's move. It to made Flagstaff. no sense. And I he, I feel like I remember him being like, "Well, we got to get the kids started in school." Well, remember he called them like what did he call them? The triplets or something? Yeah, <laughs> the three older kids. We have to make sure they go to high school there. Well, with as long okay. as it took to sell, they could have finished high school in vegas they totally could have finished high school in vegas and that was just a total like he or why didn't we stay in vegas till we built the houses on the land oh yeah like really there was no reason everybody liked vegas besides cody apparently he well they said it was they knew it was never their forever home and i understand that vegas is disgusting yeah but i would never want to live in vegas but i just think it was so rushed he just acted so quickly and he he uprooted his entire family to this place that like flagstaff is beautiful but like there's i i couldn't imagine it's living so there. random well i think we all know remember robin's older son they thought nau would be a good place for him so everything revolves around robin so i think they I moved there that. for that reason but they could never say that i think I'm not going to share my thoughts on that because I'm trying not to be mean to the kids. But I do think that that was a driving force. Yes. I think that he got into school there and they were like, this is what we're going to do. Yeah, for sure. Um. Okay. And then when, when Cody says, you know, I've got two princesses giving ultimatums. <laughs> <laughs> referring to Janelle and Christine. One wants to stay, one wants to go. I'm like, who's the princess here, Cody? It's you. Cody is a princess in every situation. And really, the princess is Robin. <laughs> so after we leave Janelle's house, we head to the Brown family meeting happening at Christine's house. Um, and in just side note, you can see in the back, um, in the background, there is the red picnic table. And this was the same red picnic table that we captured them moving into the back of a truck to bring to Janelle who was living in a trailer at Coyote Pass, caught it on Instagram. And then later I put it on Instagram, put it on my stories. And then later she put it on her Instagram, like got a table so that we can have dinner under the stars tonight. Yep. So, we witnessed that historical I felt, moment. <laughs> I felt very like. We're part of history. Yeah. In that moment when I saw that table sitting there, I was like, oh, okay, there's the table. There it Eventually is. Eventually we'll see this move. Um, to start off, really random side note. Well, I love first that they were like, is there chairs? Are the chairs set up? And she's like, yeah, I've got the chairs. She's like, I don't know if they're six feet apart. And then they were like, maybe two feet apart. Maybe Christine also didn't finish eighth grade. <laughs> no, Christine is a definite COVID denier. Oh, yeah. 
You can tell when they were standing there later in the episode with their mask on, she never had her mask on. Which Everybody, I, you I don't know. Give a shit. Well, because they've all. I don't understand. Cody's balls deep in these women. <laughs> and you're going to be like, oh, I can't sit in my chair. Too. They're doing all no. of it for show. They're. No, they're all doing all of it because Cody and Robin are being so annoying oh, about everything. I, and everybody no. else is like, you guys, we're a family. We can't, like, pretend that we're never going to see each other because of this. We can't pretend this is all going to go away in, like, two weeks. And Cody is using it to his advantage to not have to go see anybody else. No, I'm going to talk about that later because I, I have so many feelings when it comes down to COVID and Cody Brown. Um, but we start the family meeting uh, just with a little little side conversation from Christine telling Mary that she's like, oh my God, I love your shirt. And it was like a men's button up. Well, <laughs> no offense to your grandma. Rest in peace, her soul. It, it was a shirt that I've seen Grandma Sue sport before. <laughs> it was not anything that you'd say like, that's such a cute shirt. Like a 90 year old woman. Yeah, it was a cute shirt yeah. that she could easily button up and not have to pull over her head. Well, we've said fashion is not their strong suit. So anyways, we, we start the family meeting and Cody is basically blaming all of the family problems on the COVID-19 virus. Yeah. Because Cody always needs someone else to blame. Now here's my thing. I have a really hard time knowing Knowing Cody Brown, knowing where he lies politically and all of that stuff, I have a really difficult time believing that Cody Brown is somebody who is totally afraid of COVID. No, he's using it to his advantage. And also, I know this is back further, so I know that like, it's not where we're at today. Right. And they were probably a little more scared. But also, you, it's not realistic. They're a family. It's not realistic that they are not going to see each other. Like, they had to have figured out a better plan. I just think that he he is one of those people who, like, what he... And I, I tried looking on social media to see, like, what he would share. And I couldn't really find... Well, he knows better than, like, right. what to share. But... I think that he was one of those people who was probably texting people different articles about uh, drinking baby's blood and all that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and so I just, I have a hard time believing that Cody Brown is really terrified of COVID-19. I think what Cody Brown saw was an opportunity to use this pandemic to say, listen, I'm over you other three. I just want to be with Robin. Or Robin is scared. And she's like, Cody, you're not leaving my house. But, okay. but I think they're in cahoots together. But why that doesn't make sense to me is if Robin is scared, I feel like nobody can tell Cody Brown anything of what to do. And True. now you're telling me that Robin well, has been able to be like... Because he saw it as like an advantage. He's like, oh, Robin's scared. Okay, if I say Robin's scared and that we're scared together, I don't have to leave. I get to stay here. And him saying that he just goes back and forth because it... Yeah, he doesn't go back and forth. Sir? He doesn't He doesn't see the other ones. Maybe he goes over for lunch or something, but that's it. <laughs> then we hear Cody blame Janelle for the reason why his kids hate him. He's like, you know, maybe Janelle's saying some stuff under her breath about me. It's like, sir, 
Those? It's like the boys are calling saying they haven't got to see anyone because of me, but it's not me. It's like, uh, yeah, those because those kids know that you don't care about them. They know that you're not making an effort to see them. It has nothing. Janelle's not saying shit. I don't see Janelle as a shit talker. No. She's had so many opportunities where she could throw Mary under the bus in her confessionals, and she doesn't. She's not. She doesn't miss you, Cody. She's not talking about you. Get over yourself. Your kids hate you because you are you and the things that you are doing. And they already knew you didn't come around before. Before COVID, you didn't see these boys. Yeah. Once you got to Flagstaff, you didn't take an effort to see anybody. So I did not appreciate Cody blaming Janelle and pointing the finger at her. But what I did appreciate was Janelle pointing the finger at Robin. (laughs) 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 When she talked about the fact that Hunter was home and he's visiting and he said, oh, you know, I I haven't even been able to see Robin or her kids. She, (laughs) She didn't say... Hunter hasn't been able to see any of the kids. Just Robin's. Yeah, I love Because that. we know Janelle's kids and Christine's kids are still getting together. Mm-hmm. And I loved that Robin was like, if he ever called and said he'd like to come to an outside visit, I would love that. It's like He'd like to no. hang out with a socially distanced. It's like, no. She has a cadence about like the way she talks where it's like this. It stops after like and everywhere. Yeah, really bothers me. Yeah. So that was the Brown family meeting. They're they're out in the chairs again, this time Christine's backyard. Um, no real progress is made, ever. No, there never is, because no. this is how they like to do things. Let's have a family meeting, let's do this, and let's never resolve the problem. Then we get to follow Cody as he goes to visit Robin at her mansion. Yes. And my favorite part is that we're sitting outside. And why did Robin need to get a million-dollar house when we're building the house on the land? Like, why? Uh, well, there's just no houses available in Flagstaff mm-hmm. except for million dollar ones. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. So we have Cody and Robin sitting outside as though Cody has not just been completely living at her house the entire time. I almost wonder if if they're showing these COVID precautions, like, for the, for the TV audience. Yeah, I don't know. Because it's like, we know you were with Robin. We, and you now we're are gonna always with Robin. Sit outside, but not six feet apart. Like, they're stupid. They can't keep it straight. And 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 what we find from this meeting with Robin is a few things. One, as we've always known, Cody is a complete flip flopper. Oh, of course. Whoever he's with, he agrees with them, and then he goes to the next wife because he, he goes to Janelle and he says, "You know, I I actually would really love to live in Utah." Yeah, and then and then he's saying, "Yeah, Janelle helped give me my backbone." And then when he goes to Robin, and Robin's like, "I'm not going to Utah," and he's like, "No, I, uh, you know, I don't want to go to Utah either." Yeah, what? (laughs) He's like, "We need to stay here. We have the land. We need to stay here." It's like, oh, two seconds ago, you were saying that you weren't going to drag everyone to Utah because you weren't just going to do what you wanted to do. It's like, okay, he's so. He, and, and the other thing that we see from this meeting is he's so manipulative and he's a terrible, terrible actor. I love watching Cody Brown sit there and talk to Robin and he's just using his soft voice. He's learned a lot from therapy. No, he, on how to not, like manipulate yeah, them. How to manipulate, how he's to like, look a certain way. He keeps saying, I, I'm hearing you. I'm hearing what you're saying. He's learned that from... Great job communicating. 
<laughs> Thank you, Robin. Good job, honey. But he doesn't mean it because later we see him whistle at the women. Yeah. <laughs> so you're going to tell me that you're the same guy who's like, oh, yes, that is such a good no. point. He yes. knows he like tries to do and be this like good listener, good husband while the cameras are there. But then, like, he can't keep the act up for that long. So eventually it comes out and you see it. But then he'll try to go back to it. And then it's like we see his true colors slowly come out. And then he tries to pull it back in. During this uh, talk with Robin, we also flash two. <laughs> now, something you have to understand about me is... I'm a photographer. That's what I do. That's my living is, is to take pictures of people. So when we flash to and we get to see this picture of Robin's family. Her kids. Her kids. And I know we're trying not to talk about the kids. But the outfits are horrendous. <laughs> <laughs> and the one daughter's wearing like a bright red like beret like she's in Paris. Yep. And she's also wearing a very, very long necklace like something. And she's like in college. That, that girl, no, that one was in high school. The girl who's in college is the one who had um, the terrible anxiety. Oh, okay. Oh, that was crippling. That was crippling. Um, that was a hard not season. Not making fun of that. No, I but that was a it. hard season. That was a hard season. For, I don't remember any of her kids' names. And we did find out that Robin was raised in a plural family. Yes. And last week we were like, we're not sure if she grew up polygamist or not. And she was. She did say that her parents live in St. George, so moving back there would be more beneficial to her. But then she said she can't because she's scared and she can't grow up scared. Her kids can't grow up scared. She didn't want them to be bullied for being raised in a plural family. It's like, just so you're aware, Robin, your family has a show on TLC. And that's what Cody was trying to say without saying that. He's like, um, any normal person knows we're not like the regular polygamists. We know that you guys aren't <laughs> like Warren Jeffs. We know that there's not child bride situations. But you can't tell me that you don't want to go to Utah because you're afraid of the judgment you're going to get. I'm sure you've been judged in Flagstaff. I'm oh, sure you were judged. Everywhere they go. They're probably actually less judged in Utah because it's like it was a more normal thing. Or there is like her parents are there and they are polygamous. So there has to be more, probably. Now, I don't know if anyone caught this. And I think that the editors cut Robin off when she was saying something just a, a second before <laughs> we were going to have a breakthrough. And she said, <laughs> you know, she said, I didn't try out for any clubs. I didn't go to sports. And then I think what she was about to say was, and I never finished eighth grade. <laughs> but unfortunately, they cut her off. We didn't get that. So I've not had my theory confirmed. Um, but do I, I still stand by it. She said her future was altered because of her parents being polygamist because she was too scared. So she probably just stopped going to school. I bet you're right. Um, I also love during this meeting and anytime, I love... You know, I hate Robin so much, but when she is angry, I get really excited. It's pretty good. <laughs> because when she gets angry, she starts to really get <laughs> freaking flustered with her words. It's like she can't actually get like mad. Like she's not mean enough to get like mad, mad, but she's, you could just tell she's just about to lose it, but she can't. It's a big freak. 
Gentile Cody. <laughs> she feels like this is really not fair. No. She wants to stay in Flagstaff. I and just... that bulldog jaw of hers is just <laughs> really getting angry. I don't know what it is, but just when, when I get to see Robin angry, it just, it makes me excited. You know, I remember when they were moving to Flagstaff from Vegas. There was a scene. Oh, where she was like crying in her bathroom. That one. <laughs> oh my God. You knew exactly what I was talking yes, about. Yes, because she was like, I'm just so overwhelmed. And she couldn't. And it was like, because uh, she couldn't remember. Like we've said, but they're moving. They make everything a big process. And it was like, she couldn't put a couple things in a box. It was yeah. like, she was freaking out. And we're like, you have like five things left. And she just couldn't get herself. Well, and to remember too, we also learned later that they left a bunch of shit in Vegas. Yeah, they didn't, they even, didn't even bring it all. all their stuff. What? Like, and they made it all such a big deal. <laughs> a big deal. A big deal. It's a big deal. I'm getting so freaking overwhelmed and feel like it's a big deal. She just, I don't know. But why I love it though is like, she's, and I think we're going to get a lot of angry Robin this season. And oh, you know where I think Because she comes? thinks everyone is blaming her. Because the world is blaming her. She's seeing what the audience is mm-hmm, saying. Mm-hmm. And during it, she can't see She read it. those comments on mm-hmm. Christine's, uh, Cody and Christine's divorce statement or whatever oh, on Instagram. Yeah. Everyone in the comments was like, this is because of Robin. If Robin wasn't here. She and you know, leave. I don't blame Robin for Christine leaving. No. I just blame Robin for being Robin. Yeah. I Honestly, Cody and Robin are just terrible cody looks like he's doing the diva curl method this he's got this a, past season he needs to cut that hair it's 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 not you know he used to have more of like the dried out curls now they're very they're, frizzy yeah they were very frizzy before now he's got these tight moisturized curl i think he's doing the diva curl someone method. probably reached out who watched the show and offered to send him free product yeah and he is looking hot also um did you by chance catch the did you see the mask that he was wearing? Yeah, that like went around the back of the head and the ears. Yeah, it was very I was, extreme. I don't know why I was so taken aback by that. I've never I've not seen, seen that. that. And I didn't know if it had something to do with the curls. Yeah. Not putting... Probably. I guess it would normal one over your ears wouldn't put pressure <laughs> on your ears either or on your hair. Um, but yeah, basically, Cody's a manipulator. He, watching him use that soft voice drove me nuts. His therapy voice. Yeah, and then at the end, you know, he just... He, he let Robin know. You communicated really well. Mm-hmm. Ugh, mm-hmm. And then we me. get to go to the land. We're back at Coyote Pass. Back there with Mr. Mike the Surveyor. You know what? It's interesting because I think on a lot of reality shows, one of the things that is the most difficult, like when we watch Housewives, it's really difficult to um, lock down a location to film because they have to get like the restaurant on board. They have to get the store to agree to being filmed and there's usually an exchange of like we will show this part of your store and we'll mention it here as mm-hmm. like publicity or whatever. We don't have that on Sister Wise because all we do is we go to fucking Coyote Pass and talk about it and not do anything about it. <laughs> yeah, this this Mike character I liked him. Well, um I'm jealous. Like I want to be Mike the Surveyor out there with the wives, talking about the land, listening to them fight. Because you know we we missed out on a lot of the conversations. Oh, you know there was more fighting than what we saw, for sure. I always wonder, like, with TLC, 
are they when we first started this endeavor with sister wives it wasn't a drama filled show it was wholesome yep it was like here they are and that's like what they did with the duggars Mm -hmm. child molester um everything (laughs) true colors always come out later yeah and it's like and i think too when we first meet these families on tlc it's like there's no there's no money there so they come on and whatever and then fame and money and all this changes them and Mm -hmm. and i think for these women like we were seeing with christine they're opened up to a new world of possibilities. I think yeah. for Christine before this, there was never there was never the option to leave because where was she in the famous words of Erica Jane, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, where would she go? <laughs> exactly, but now she's got her LuLaRoe business. She's probably got her own contract with the show that she's making money and she's like, I'm going to Utah with my kids. Um, right after we meet Mike the surveyor, we cut to Mary in her confessional and did you notice did it look like she had a dead tooth right in the front something was going on either she had a dead tooth or the one next to it was like a veneer so it was a lot whiter but I've never noticed the difference never seen that before it was something new we'll see if it changes throughout the season Uh, maybe we'll see it get injured I hope she'll get it fixed um but I definitely did yeah notice it Anyways, back to, so we're, we're at Coyote Pass. We've got Mike there. And all of a sudden, Cody drops a bombshell. Mm-hmm. And he's saying that Coyote Pass is not four separate pieces of property. Nope, it's five. It is five because there is also the Cody Brown Pond Extravaganza property. And he just is like, and by the way, girls, I'm getting my own lot. Okay. <laughs> In my own house. And no one's going to fight me about it. If you guys get your own, I get my own. It's like, okay. And he also gets the pond. Because he said he wants everyone to have access to the pond. And if this is the... And he's trying to sell it as like, this is going to be the family's property. Like they're going to host Thanksgiving there or something. So AKA, he's going to get a huge house. So I'm like, so is it just going to be a living room and a kitchen? Like, he doesn't need a bedroom. (laughs) (laughs) But honestly, I think Cody Brown... As much as I think he likes to spend time with Rob, I think he also just wants to be alone. Yeah. He's like, I don't want to see any of you, actually. He wants a girlfriend. (laughs) He does. He wants a fifth wife, and they're not picking up on that. But also, the best part was that he says, like, I want the plot with the land or with the pond so that we're not fighting over it. And Mary must have missed last year's or last season, when they all were like, well, we don't want Mary to have the plot with the pond because she's not going to let us use it. Yeah. Because she was like, why are we making such a big deal about people getting to use the pond? Aren't we all going to use the pond? And she just kept going on and on about like, why is this a big deal? Why does Cody need to have it so that we can all have access? Like, we can share you know, it. You know why? Why? Because, this because was we filmed. Picked, yeah, we picked up filming oh. right off where we went. She didn't see that episode yet. She's going to be kind of embarrassed when she watches it back that they all think she wouldn't share the pond. Yeah. And then they're all going to feel a little stupid because she was like, why? We're all going to use the pond. It's all of ours. So we get to see this map of the different properties. One, two, three, four, five. And Cody is getting number one with the pond. And as I'm looking at it, I know that it's, it's, it's difficult to see because properties two and three have like trees, trees on them. And so, and I don't know, I'm not like, I'm not someone who's good at eyeballing something like, oh, that's probably how big this is or whatever. But it looks like properties four and five are 
significantly bigger than two and three. They are. Right? Like they They're much bigger. But and also because the plots with the trees, you can't really unless you're gonna tear all the trees down, there's not much room left to build. I don't get why they're also against I would like to have trees on my I would too property. To have in your backyard? Yeah, yeah. I think that would be nice. But everyone is very against it. So we're looking at these the the properties they're they're all mapped out and i'm thinking to myself four and five look bigger five looks to be the biggest but Mm. i don't know for sure and that's when it said robin's getting plot five (laughs) of course she is (laughs) of course robin is getting number five yep are you kidding me which i didn't think it seemed like the best lot though but I'm sure it is because we all know Robin's going to get well, the Well, here's lot. the thing. We know from looking at Coyote Pass, what she's going to do is she's going to build her house facing towards the mountains. So she has this beautiful view all through the front of her house of those mountains. Yeah. That's the view Christine Brown wants. She wants oh, to... Oh, yeah, because Christine was going to be up there kind of where now it's split yeah. into... Janelle and Robin's plot, but Christine was going to go across those having the view of the mountains where the angels sing. Yes, where Mary had to bring her back to the mountains and just let her know, like, hey, here's the mountains, babe. And that was sprung on Christine because she was like, well, okay, I wanted a house there, and apparently that's not happening. Nope. Just taken out from under her and Robin. Mm -hmm. And you know what? (sighs) And they didn't even give Christine the chance to get that land. No. Robin's plot. It was like, nope, this one's Robin's and no one's going to talk about it. I understood Janelle's, if if they're going to do this greenhouse situation, which also, I've never seen Janelle garden before. And they're like, she's been a gardener forever. She's always loved herself a rhubarb. Just since they got to Flagstaff, it's kind of been her... Thing, but, but he said for years. And anyways, I get that. Like if if she if if she needs the greenhouse to be without any shade, okay, I understand that. I get it. She has to be there. But why did Robin just all of a sudden get that spot? She I don't know. And it was like Robin gets this spot, and no one talked about it. It wasn't like, are you okay with this spot, Robin? Would anyone else like this spot? It was just like Robin gets this one, and Mary and Christine, you guys get in the trees. And odd that Mary's lot is next to Cody's lot because we know those two don't like each other the most it'd be kind of weird to be next door neighbors and then we you know as as we're standing there mary mary does something that we've not seen from mary before and she has christine's back and she says well hey she's the one who brings up this conversation of i think christine she didn't without say saying it without somebody saying it. wanted their plot to be in a certain spot and now that's not happening yeah and that's when it finally gets revealed that this is how christine has been feeling and <sighs> anyways um also i thought it was so funny when when we cut to mary's confessional and she's the one who calls out cody because cody says to mike the surveyor he's like hey this is really the only way we can make this work, right? And he's like, well, I, 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 Mike is put on the spot. And he's like, I think this works pretty well. <laughs> and that's when Mary's like, you know what? I know this asshole. I know what he did. He went there. He, he said to Mike, listen, buddy, I need you to have my back here. I got all these women jumping on my dick, and I need you to support me. Of course he did. He was like, don't let them 
tell you any different, okay? This is how I want it, and I'm the king, so this is what we're going to do. Tell them there's no other way. Yeah, tell them this is the best way for me to have my pond. I do love that in the upcoming, coming up this season, we see Cody on a little mound of dirt on Cody <laughs> Pass, and it's like there's a drone footage of like they love to do across. Like, like a serious, on. dramatic, like he's just on top of the land. And it's he's not even on a mountain. He's literally on a patch of dirt in the middle of the pond. <laughs> Remember when they first got to Coyote Pass and he jumped in the pond with his underwear? And they were saying there was like leeches in there or something gross. And the ground had um, chipmunk oh, herpes ground. or something. Yeah, it had like little groundhogs. Is that what they're called? But the, the groundhogs but they had, had herpes or something. Yeah, they had some sort of a disease. I don't know. But then we also, the best part about Co- Cody too is that he always just thinks he's like the best car salesman in the world. So he's like, Christine, this is your lot. But this is actually my favorite lot. This is the best one. And it's like, just because you didn't give Christine what she actually wanted, then you're trying to sell her on this other lot, which looked like a fine lot. But I doubt that that's his favorite. Otherwise, he would have taken it. We all know he's selfish. selfish. So he would have taken whichever one was his favorite. And instead, he's like, this is, we saved the best for you, Christine. You actually get the smallest plot. <laughs> yeah, it's like when you're little and your parents are like, ooh. When your sibling gets like a better thing, then you're like, oh, actually, I wish I had what you had. Exactly. Oh my God, that looks amazing. It's like, and you know what? I understand that because I do think that mentally, maturity-wise, Christine is younger, but she's not that stupid. No. I also will say this too. I think in all of this, Christine's annoying the fuck out of me. But oh, yeah. not more than Cody annoys me all the time. I, I do find myself being like, Christine, shut the fuck up. Like, this is what the family's doing. You're on this ride. You're the one who said, I want to marry a man who has got other wives. But it's, I, I'm annoyed by her. But because of how annoying I find Cody to be, I'm, I'm, I'm on her side. Exactly. And I love how she was like, well, I'm just going to either convince myself to stay here now or I'm going to leave. I've got to figure out what I'm going to do. And we're just like, we know what she did. And we know there's going to be an extra plot open on Coyote Pass. So who's going to get it? Robin, I was already thinking that. Robin's like, probably going to get two plots. Probably. Well, it'll be Robin and then... They'll probably build a house for Robin's older kids yep, up there. That's exactly what I was thinking. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Fuck Robin. <laughs> I just... I don't know. I, honestly, we should have just called this podcast like Bashing Robin <laughs> and Cody. Um, yeah. Oh, my favorite line. My favorite line probably in Sister Wife's history is Cody Brown saying he doesn't like to be controlled, so he doesn't want to control others. Mm-hmm. In what world, in what dimension is Cody Brown not micromanaging every single facet of the Brown family. And I think Those right after this... Those can't even sit in a chair in a car without him being like, oh, well, you know, I think, Mary, you have a little bit more leg room in the Sienna on the left side of the car than the right side, and then Robin could sit catty corner from you because I know you guys like to talk and you won't have to turn your head off. He's a psychopath. In what world does Cody Brown not want to control everything? And I think Get. shortly after this is when he said, like, sometimes in a plural marriage, it just has to be like, I'm saying what goes and no one can argue. Like, he said something like that. Like, I just have to say what it is and that's it. There's no there's no room to let people decide. And when there's five of us, it's too hard to go back and forth. It's like The okay. lack of self-awareness this man has 
to say that he doesn't want to control others. <laughs> Come on. We he, all know, Cody. You're how a psycho. You are. you are a psycho control freak. I forgot about when he did the seats in the van for the trip. Yeah. And I think you're going to sit here because you're going to not want to turn your head this much to talk to her. And you guys like to talk most, so you're going to sit near each other. And he always plays it off as like, I'm, I'm caring about you. That's why I do oh this. But it's like, you're controlling. no, you are a psychopath. God, you want everyone to just like obey you. And then we get one of the best parts of the episode. Yep. We get them asking, okay, how far from Mary's plot? This edge of Mary's to the edge of Christine's, like how how big is Christine's lot? And we see Cody kind of galloping up the hill, <laughs> trying to find how long it is, and he's just letting that hair blow in the breeze. I'm so. And I've never seen anyone run like that before. <laughs> no, that's it. That's the interesting thing about Cody Brown. He loves to run on camera, but he runs real clunky. Yeah. Like a little Forrest Gumpy when he runs, <laughs> and yet. I'm so horny when I see it. I'm just like, there he is. There's my man. There's the guy that I've been waiting for. Mm-hmm. I you love, love to hate. <laughs> yes, I love. Well, I think some of the best sister wife's memories have just been him running around. Yep. And I just, I don't, I don't, it, it really is. He's not athletic. I know that back in the day he talked about how he did wrestling or. Yeah, s- I'm sure. Whatever. But he's just, he's a real clunky runner and it makes the running better and he just and i love too that as he's running he's looking up at the trees like there's going to be some answer as to where the edge of the plot is i'm like sir you are just guessing you have no there's nothing here to signal to you here's the edge of this plot here's the beginning of this one and he's just cody brown you know i've never had like a real corporate job but there's people from what i see on tv and stuff who in jobs always look busy. They don't do shit. Oh, and yeah. they're always the one who's like, oh, I'm just so busy running around and whatever. That's Cody Brown. Exactly. Like we've talked about with everything. He turns everything into like a busy work. This so, and this and this. Watching him run, that really was, that, that was, was a highlight. That was for a me. super highlight. Um, and then when he turns around and he sees that nobody has come with him on the, his jaunt, he whistles at the women. And Christine was not happy about I that. I was not happy about that. As as a not a woman myself, watching him just, I, I don't know how to whistle. Because that's his true colors. Yeah. That's the asshole Cody Brown is. He was just like, get over here, you little bitches. That's how I felt like he was talking to them. And then Robin got mad and she said, we're talking to him. We're talking to Mike, Cody. Because yeah. we're trying to get don't the real whistle scoop at us. from Mike. Because you fucking lied to us. You set this up. You made Mike seem like the bad guy. You wanted a you wanted a villain here. They were and like, it's not going to be Mike and his tie-dye uh, bandana. bandana. Okay? They were like, so Mike, what's the situation? How can we really change this up? Yeah. <laughs> and I also like that Cody had said, like, we've done a million different ways for this to work. And this is the only one that makes sense to me. So I'm like, okay, so there is a bunch of different ways to lay the plots. But the only way that Cody thinks is okay is this one. Yeah. Big surprise. Oh, and then, then we get, and this is one of my favorite things about Cody Brown is that he always just makes shit up. Do you remember when, I want to say it was McKelty was like starting to date Tony, oh, Tony, and he Tony's said, his name, is not Eddie, yeah, Tony. Tony, somebody wrote me that. And, and he said, said that when they kiss, their hormones are going to go into each other's yes, mouth. Yes, so when you <laughs> kiss, there's an exchanging of my hormones into your mouth and your hormones into my mouth. Or, I don't know, some bullshit like that. And that's when he brings up, so that's just, 
that's what I love about him. He's always just making shit up, and he, and nobody ever questions him because he's God at the mm-hmm. Brown House. Mm-hmm. So now he's saying that the way he sees it is that these properties that have the woods on them are actually valued more mm-hmm. than so the ones. So that's why they're smaller. So that's why the other ones, that's when we find out they are bigger, is that plot four and five are actually four-acre lots, and... Because their value is less because they don't have the Trees. woods on them. Yeah. He made that up. He totally made I that don't up. Bl- He's I, like, I, because you're up here with the trees you're, and you're only on two acres instead of four, it's half the size, but it's the same price. I'm like, mm, and I, I don't just, know how true that is, Cody. No, I don't believe it for one second. No. I don't believe that for one minute millisecond of my life he made that up i'm not a realtor i've never done anything with real estate in my life yeah but also the houses are a lot closer and why are we thinking about selling these houses because this is forever this is where the angels sing this is forever so why are we already thinking about resale coyote pass is home of the angels singing and the gerbils with stds did they have syphilis or something i have gonorrhea i don't yeah (laughs) Something. I just remember that those kids were all running into that pond. And it was and shortly after we learned about the rodents with the STDs. And then they were like, yeah, sure. Just jump in. Yeah. Go ahead, truly. Put your mouth in under the water. <laughs> that was disgusting. It's so gross. Um, and that's kind of, that's that's a summary of what has happened. Oh, but the best part we forgot was Mary was being a little funny. And she's like, maybe I'll take plot three if it's Cody's favorite. Maybe he'll come visit me. <laughs> You know, I've never really seen Mary be funny, and I feel like she did shine through this episode. Yeah. She's learning she needs to, like, win. I think Mary has learned she needs to win people over. I think she realized everyone hated her for a while, Mm -hmm. and I think now she's trying to come back. She's trying to get in the viewers' good graces, and it's working a little bit. Would you watch a Sister Wives spinoff? Now that Christine is single? Oh, for sure. I'd love to see Christine date. That'd be amazing. You know what Christine's dream date would be? Uh, Disneyland. Oh, that's exactly what I was just going to say. Because she's like super she's amateur. She's one of those people, yeah. Mm-hmm. She loves, like, she'd be like, he She'd go in a tutu. In. Oh, God. She'd wear a tutu over a LuLaRoe leggings. Oh, God. And she'd wear the Mickey ears for sure. You're not wrong. I know. <laughs> and then we got to see the preview for what's coming up this season. And guys, we are worried. We're worried that they still have nothing and that even though it seems like Christine is thinking about leaving during the episodes, I don't know if we got her leaving on this season. Well, I think we might have to wait a whole nother season for that. Because wouldn't they show it in the preview? It's the biggest thing we've got. And it was not shown in the preview. There is a small little blip in the coming up this season on Sister Wives uh, trailer. And it's Robin's family. And Mary. And Mary is sitting there. But they're all sitting around the table on Christmas and they're like cheersing. And I don't know why, but my brain goes to like every like evil movie when like it's like you know that people are being killed out there in the world. <laughs> and then the rich family is just like living their life and they're cheersing and they're living their lavish lifestyle. That's how that scene reads to me. And where's Janelle? And how come Mary? Because earlier in the episode, they were like, Cody's like, I'm just foreseeing that we won't be spending Christmas together. Just letting you guys know now. And how did Mary get to go? 
do you think Janelle and Christine just didn't want to go? Or you well, think Janelle they were said not if invited? we're doing Zoom, I'm going to see Maddie and the baby. Yeah, but why did Mary get to come? Mary's not part of Robin's family. I don't know. But I do really want to read that list of rules that Robin Brown has at her house. Mm-hmm. The like laminated copy of rules that she's going to bring to a meeting. Yeah. And she's like, you guys, why is everyone thinking these are my rules? Do you, I've never let Cody Brown. And Cody's like, excuse me, are you the head of the household, bitch? Yeah. I'm fucking making the rules around here. And Robin's like, has Cody ever let anyone boss him around? And we're like, no, but you kind of get to boss him around sometimes. And we know Cody didn't laminate those papers of rules we know robin he was like robin type up the rules yeah (laughs) just uh, i don't know i'm still excited whether we're gonna see christine leave or not Mm -hmm. i'm still just as confused by how interested i am in watching this family we just sat on a dirt lot for an hour and just nothing (laughs) exactly they've given us absolutely nothing and yet i'm just but it felt so good to be back yeah it did it felt good i could you know, smell the gerbil STDs as we sat at Coyote Pass. Yep. My goal is to... I mean, the s- second that we find out those houses are being built, we are driving two hours up north to go look. Even, I was going to say before, I mean, what? Okay, when we're like 90, that's True. not going to happen. I do happen. think, though, at some point this season, I would love to visit the promised land again mm-hmm. and just see how things are developing. See if... I mean, last we were there was not that long ago, and there was nothing happening. Nothing. But I am curious if they're going to use, like, even though Christine was the only one who didn't want to move on to the land, they're probably going to use her leaving as, like, well, now we have an extra plot, and we, you know. We got to go back to the drawing board. Now we got to go back to the drawing board and figure this out. It's going to be two more years before we find out who can be where, make sure everything's fair, and And redraw the plans. Christine is saying that, She's not crazy about the setup at Coyote Pass because she thought they were going to have more of the cul-de-sac vibe. Mm-hmm. And she's like, this all feels very separated. I'm like, Jesus Christ. Like, you said you don't <laughs> want to be in a same house. She doesn't want to live in the same house, but she wants to be really, really close neighbors. How fucking close? Like, I don't understand. Yeah, like, they're you, all off, off the same street. You have huge properties. Like, it's the... This is what mm-hmm. I'm saying. She, she makes drives no me nuts. But... I'm on her side because I hate Cody and I hate Robin, mm-hmm. but she really does like, she has to become. She's got to figure out what she wants. And I think the problem is she wants to leave, but she's so far, she doesn't know that yet, but Maybe that's it. She doesn't it's have the words. weird watching knowing that she does leave because she is saying that like, she's saying I'm either going to have to figure out how to like it here. Or I'm going to have to walk away. Like she, she's, she knows in this season she wants to be gone. And she's like, do I want to live with a dysfunctional marriage next to someone who has a fully functioning one? No. Like she, she knows it's over, but she doesn't think she's going to leave. I don't think. But then she, I don't know what happened. What was the final straw? Like, I can't wait to find out. When I posted about Christine Brown leaving the Brown family, um, a friend reached out and said they disagreed with me on my thoughts on Christine because I said that I'm shocked because she doesn't have a backbone that she would ever really leave. And they said, you're viewing Christine wrong. The thing with Christine is that she is, (laughs) she's a slow to slow to make action, slow Slow to to act. (laughs) (laughs) I sound like Robin (laughs) Brown. Uh, She's slow to act, but once she does, 
she's in. And once she's, her mind is made up, she's yes. going So they're for saying it. for all this time, this is what Christine has been moving forward towards mm-hmm. is leaving. It just takes her a long time to get there. And now that she's made up her mind, she's out. Okay. So I was maybe I was wrong. That makes sense. I mean, I think they've all been slow to act about what's going to happen. They're slow to act about fucking everything because we've had this property at Coyote Pass for over two years at this point and nothing has happened. Instead, they just want to buy more houses and pay more rent. Do you remember when the Browns made a... um... Wait, do you remember how they couldn't go build the house because they were worried about the finances, but instead we're going to rent four houses and we're going to buy Robin a $900,000 house and we're going to buy Christine's house, but we can't just use that money to put towards the building and get it going faster? Do you remember when the Browns made like the the family crest or whatever and mm-hmm. they they're, they, they put, put it up in everyone's house? Yeah, I don't remember what it was called. I don't remember any things. But one of the things that, that their family... It's like a wooden sign with the quote. Rules... <laughs> You know, the Brown family does. It should say the Brown family is slow to fucking do anything. Mm -hmm. That's what their family crush should be. Brown family, slow to act. That's their motto. (laughs) The end. (laughs) All right. So that was our first episode of season 16. It's probably going to be a terrible season. But like I said, we want to do this podcast not for you, not for the Browns, obviously, but just as as something for us. And if the season sucks, the season sucks, and that's okay. We've we've dealt with suck for so long, I wouldn't expect anything more. We're here for it. So, again, thank you for being here. If you are enjoying this podcast, we'd love if you'd leave us a five-star review. But if not, if you don't think it's five-star worthy, just don't do anything just never listen to it again that would be great and in the famous words of our hero the long-haired beauty cody brown love should be multiplied not divided